Coming up, CW Talk with focus on Arrow, Flash, and Riverdale from two guys who are over 30. Next. Welcome back to the Nerdcaster Show. I am your host, Guy Joe. And with me again this week, I have Ren from the 8-Bit Bro Show because he couldn't get enough last week. No, no, no. You brought me back for one reason and one reason only. Mm, why? Because I like you? No, because I was wrong. And you needed me to come back here and say <laughs> I was wrong. I told and you I was you were wrong. wrong. No, you didn't say I was wrong on the show. You I just said let I didn't me go. think you were right. You just let me <laughs> no, go. I said I believe there's more episodes than nine. Yes, there are more than nine. There is a full 13, and it runs through the third week in January. And for those of you who haven't listened last week, go back and listen last yeah, week. Yeah, and we're not going to tell you what the, <laughs> what I was wrong about or what. Titans is a damn good show. Fuck you, <laughs> dick. You're such a dick, yes. But, Thank you for having me back. Yeah, no problem, man. Thank you for coming back. Huh? After last week, didn't think you were ever coming back. You gave me seltzer. It was cool. Yeah. But. Yes. At while you being wrong is always a happy time for me. Aw, buddy. It is a, a sad time in the comic book world, as the granddaddy of all comics has finally passed away at the ripe old age of 299. That's uh, in comic years. Right. Translation 95 (laughs) in Earth years. And while I am not a big Marvel fan and I don't care for Spider-Man and the X-Men and whatever other characters Mr. Stan Lee has invented, I do acknowledge his mark on the comic world. And you over there being a Marvel fan, I know you um, wept tears. It was a sad day. I I wouldn't say I wept tears, but it was definitely a sad day. You know what I mean? It's just like... In the, this geek nerd world, whether you're a cinematographer, a cinematic, cinematic, <laughs> a cinematic Marvel cinematic universe. If you're a movie person or yes. you're a comic book person, some way, shape, or form, you learned about who Stan Lee was if you just did any research on your favorite characters. Even before that, he showed up in all these movies anyway. You knew who he was. You even if you didn't know, you knew he. Remember, was going I to wasn't allowed to read comics; they would rot my brain. Yeah, until you turned. 32, and I introduced you to them. Uh, more like 45. Whatever. I'm being thanks nice. for making me be young. <laughs> Younger hey, come on, man. He, cre- he created some great... Iconic. I- <laughs> Captain America. Yes. Spider-Man. Spider-Man's the, the, the one I knew him from. Like uh, I did read some Spider-Man back in my day uh, when I was a, a, a preteen, and that was the only Marvel character I cared about for a little bit, but more so for Venom and Carnage than I did for Spider-Man himself. So, yes, we, we being a, a show called Nerdcaster, have to ag- acknowledge that um, the late, great Stanley will always be remembered. But... Is there someone in D.C. that has the same... I mean, I, there's no... There's no, 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 no there's, there's nobody like Stanley anywhere. He is comics. Whether it's D.C. or Marvel, Image, Source Point, it don't matter. He is comics. He, he if it wasn't for him, I don't think comics would have been on many people's radar and they probably would have died out. Um, just my opinion. They'd still be stuck to the funny pa- funny pages in the paper. You you wouldn't have the iconoclastic uh, um, universe you have today if it wasn't for Stanley. Did you know cuz you are a Batman guy? I I am. I am did, a big Do fan you of know that he did a DC comic with Joe Kubert in 2001. I know he worked on some DC stuff. I don't necessarily know what, I don't know what story arc that is. I may have read it. I I probably could click on it and it would take me to a Batman page. Probably. But I'm not going to do that. That's fine. No, he, you're right. He did. He did them all. Yeah. Aquaman, Batman, Catwoman, (laughs) Crisis, Flash, Green Lantern, JLA, Robin, Sandman, Secret Files and Origins. Shazam, Superman, and Wonder Woman. Yeah. So he pretty much covered most of the big ones in DC. Yes. 
except again because of his ties with Marvel as of late and his cameos in all the movie. Most of him know him for his his uh, Marvel um, stuff because he came up with the Marvel characters. He only wrote or, or drew or whatever he did for the DC. He did not come up with Batman. He did not come up with yeah. Superman or or, or, or Daredevil or Wonder Woman. Daredevil. Yes, that's Marvel though. But yes. No, just other books and characters that he has created. Mm-hmm. Silver Surfer. Like I said, he is comics. He, well, he is Spider-Man. He is the granddaddy of comics. He's more like Uncle Ben now. They're both dead. True. <laughs> Too soon? Strange Tales. Mm-hmm. So, it is sad. And now with him passing, how does the Marvel Cinematic Universe look going forward? There's no more Stan Lee cameos after Avengers 4. Yeah, but I mean, I think it's more the... And it's all a matter of what Disney actually does with it, but you know, he was an executive producer, so he did have a certain level of say. I highly doubt Stanley was an executive producer in name only. Yeah, I'm sure because these were based off of his characters, his babies, he uh, had a lot to say about it. I think, Very interesting thing, though, with the culmination of the final Avengers movie and so on and so forth. They're killing off, like, a lot of these main characters. The only one that's really going to live on... Well, it's Black Widow. No, the only of his characters that's oh. really going to live on... Tony? Spider-Man. Oh. Because, yeah. I mean, Captain America, we all are assuming, with you air that, quotes... Yeah, I was going to say nobody can see your air quotes. air quotes... <laughs> That Captain America is going to die because Chris Evans is done with... Contract obligations, yep. Yeah. But isn't Tony Stark, Robert Downey Jr., also um, done? Yeah. Are they both dead? No, I think one of them rides off into the sunset or goes into hiding or goes to Tahiti to visit Coulson or something (laughs) like that. I think we're going to see more of Tony Stark in cameo appearances. Yes, I know he has no contract obligations. He enjoys playing the character. I don't think you will see him suit up as Iron Man, but who else is going to fund the Avengers? I mean, honestly, it's Tony Stark's money who's funding the Avengers, so... Yeah, I think we're going to see more of him. Pepper will fund the Avengers. Uh, By the way, here's something I've been meaning to ask. I don't know if we talked about this or if I talked about it with somebody else. But Thanos is snap. Yeah. Pepper Potts was pregnant at the beginning of Avengers oh, 3. Shit. Does this affect that? Well, we don't know. We only know who on set In air that they again. showed us. Thank you. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. Disappeared with the snap. We yes. don't know anything about Hawkeye. We all have assumptions that his family went poof. Yeah. Then he's going to come back all pissed off and... Speaking of what we don't know happened to Hawkeye, we also didn't know what happened to Ant-Man, or I didn't, until I watched it the other night. Oh, yeah, that's right. I never told you. (laughs) I finally watched Ant-Man and Wasp because the first one was just so bad. It was a good movie. The first one was bad. Second one. Second one was really good. Both were good. They gave Paul Rudd the Paul Rudd comedy that should have been in the first one. I think you're just jaded by the first one. I don't know, man. I tried watching it three times. Was I did not get through th- that yeah, until the fourth time. Yeah, but there was I got through it the fourth time. There was plenty of good Paul Rudd comedy. No, the second one was way better. The whole Ant-Man suit being in the bottom of that trophy was great Paul Rudd humor. The skateboarding on the back of a, 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 a flatbed tow truck. The just little fucking zingers or, or like one-liners that Paul Rudd does are just great. And the second movie had a bunch of them, which made the movie that much better. Because Ant-Man is not a great character, period. Ant-Man is a great character. Oh, my God. We're not getting into that debate. Hey, again. he's right up there with your favorite character from the DC Universe. Fuck the Adam, too. <laughs> They're both terrible characters. And actually, I don't think I'd mind the Adam so much if it wasn't played by that doofy bastard who plays him on the CW. Oh, just you mean like the article you wrote where you sat there and lambasted excess and uh, 
I believe I lambasted her last week on the show. Well, you lambasted her on the show, but then you actually took the show and put it in the written word. But you made sure to say, but the actress that plays her <laughs> is doing an amazing job. Well, let's look at this. Like She the, is doing an amazing job with the character. Yeah. They all do a great job with having to act this campy as but they do. The, the problem I have with that, I had to put that in that article. Because look at what people have done to Ruby Rose playing Batwoman. And for well, what's her name who played in that? Reason. But let's look at the, the, the woman who played um, Rose in Star Wars. They, they get lambasted for parts they play, and people take it to another level, and that aggravates me. I've said it on an earlier show, and that's what I wanted to portray in my article. While I do not like the excess character, I am not lambasting the person who is playing her. Okay, can you do a, a, a review and a dissertation of your feeling of the Adam character next week? Well, I maybe. I mean, I haven't watched any I of see, Legends to, uh, to I, go into it. I want to see if you give the same amount of nah. acting jobs to. No, nah, I probably don't. But I don't know anything else he's been in. Oh, now you don't have to look it up. It's not that important. The fact you have to look it up doesn't mean you don't know what he's been in either. So it's it's no big it's fine. I'm just happy he's not on Flash anymore. Otherwise, I probably would have stopped watching Flash before Nora was even on it. Well, I think you like uh, Ant Man and the Wasp better because Evangeline Lilly is in it. You know, I didn't know who is she. You never watched Lost, you wouldn't know. No, I didn't. She was like literally the main leading female for all seven or eight years that that show was on TV. Oh, okay. And the other thing about Dynamite Ant Man and Wasp. I didn't particularly care for the ghost character either. I thought that character could have been done better. Now that now that you watched it, yeah. Do you think the ghost, ghost character, yeah, makes an appearance in Avengers Four? I don't think so. I think that's a throwaway character right now. I don't see that moving forward at all. I mean, I don't know, maybe, but. I, I don't think that was a very strong anti-hero or villain or whatever you want to consider her. That movie. Yeah. I didn't think it was very strong. Again, but the Ant-Man 1 didn't have a strong bad guy either. And like I've always said, the villains make these movies. The villains, if you don't have a good villain, it, it's going to be a terrible movie. What are we looking at? What? Brandon Fraser or whatever his name was in? Brandon Roth. Roth, whatever. Ralph, R-O-U-T-H, the, the guy Brandon who Ralph. plays Adam or yeah, Ray yeah, Palmer. Yeah, yeah. You want to know? Want to know who he's most known for? Superman. He yep. played Superman too. <laughs> he played Superman in uh, Superman Returns. Yeah. Who cares? Wow. Another bad movie. I don't remember seeing it. Not important. Uh, what other things? Superman Returns in two thousand six. Uh. We don't need to go through this cat's credits. This dude does not have a lot of, I mean, a lot of things that neither one of us probably ever heard of. No, and his highlight to fame is playing what he's playing now on Legends of Tomorrow. I yeah. like, I liked the show with Snart and and um, whatever the fire guy's name was. You know them all. I don't watch the show anymore. Um, I, and I liked Sarah. I thought Sarah was a great character, but I think they kind of screwed her character up here and there. And Constantine was a great show. Sorry I didn't watch that earlier. I wish I watched it while I was on TV. Maybe they would have made a second season. Um, but I did go back and watch it on the DC Universe app and thought it was a great show. Um, it'd be great if the CW could pick that up, but I think it's too dark for the CW to, to, to do. I think Netflix should do that next. What? Constantine season two. Uh, CW will do it. Look no. at the dark shit they put on Let's, there. It's not dark enough. Look at some... Sabrina's dark shit. Look at Sabrina's dark I'll shit. I'll tell you what, super, some of Supernatural is <laughs> demonic and dark enough that there is no reason why CW should not do Constantine then, spun off in his own. Then you know what? Then they should do the uh, the, the, the Afterlife Archie series instead of that Riverdale. Be the uh, I think the Riverdale was a, uh, let's see if we can adapt this comic into something. And it worked. But have well, the Chronicles of Sabrina, that the new Netflix show, which... Um, was really good. We we won't get into that tonight because there is more episodes coming up. Um, was based off of the afterlife. Well, it was a spinoff of the Afterlife of Archie comic series. Um, Escape from Riverdale uh, was the the first volume of the trade paperback. Uh, Betty R.I.P. is the second one, which I can't find anywhere right now. But 
those are a great series. And the same guy who did Sabrina, uh, The Chilling Adventures or whatever of Sabrina, also did those books. Um, so I'm, I'm curious to go back and see them. Do you think that Riverdale will go that dark? And if so, they did Sabrina so well on Netflix, why wouldn't you bring Constantine there and go to the occult side as dark as they did on Netflix with that? Because I think that could be way better than the CW could ever do. Because I'm pretty sure CW now owns the rights to the character. They, uh, I'm pretty Fox. sure they bought point. the rights of the character off of Fox. A good point. But so do you you're think not they'll get... actually do another season of that now that he's part of the Legends? No, well, I don't wanna... no, I think they're taking all of these smaller characters that the actors did well in portraying the roles of their particular character, uh-huh. and they're putting them all together, and because they have this grandiose idea that they do once a year, where it is a four-part series of all the shows, it's a four-hour-long saga. The, the crossover series yeah. they do every year, yeah, <laughs> around December, which we will be getting in a few weeks. Did you watch Flash and Arrow last week yet? Yes. Come on. So you, and I'm sorry we're turning this into another CW show for a second week in a row. We will get off this topic soon. But No, we won't. Probably not. <laughs> because what I'm about to say, did you hear that they're already setting up for that crossover event in those, in both Flash and Arrow, both alluded to it at one point? And it's one pick, line. It's uh, one line in each of them. I didn't pick up on it. Both episodes talk about Gotham City, which is where Batwoman is from. Oh, yeah, I did notice that. Yeah. So they're, they're... I did pick up on the fact that you've never mentioned Gotham before. And you now... never mentioned any other city other than where his kids from. They've men- mentioned Jump City. I know they've mentioned that. I think um, that's one of them. They've met. I think I've heard Arrow mention Bloodhaven. Like, oh, the crime isn't as bad as Bloodhaven at mm-hmm. one point, and that's where Nightwing's from. Uh, but we finally have to hear Gotham City, which on the DC map. Central City and and Starling City or Star City are on the West Coast. Gotham City and Bloodhaven are on the East Coast. And then Metropolis is like where Chicago is or some shit. I figured Kansas. No, no that's where Smallville is, Smallville. where he's from. What was the closest city in Smallville? Was it Metropolis and that was, I guess, Chicago? I guess so. I know it's it's that's where Metropolis is if you look at DC map. If you want to see it, it's on Google Images somewhere. That's where I took it from. Um, <laughs> so whether it's right or wrong, I don't know, but that's where I, I took my info from. Um, so I, I think they're starting to elude an arrow and flash of the crossover event. Just mentioning Gotham city, uh, is giving the watchers or the people who watch, you know, building towards what's going to happen. But what I hate about the crossover event is usually after it's over, it has no effect on the main storyline. So it's like, you could skip it if you don't want to watch the other shows in that crossover. Maybe they'll make a, a, a hint of it here or there, but it usually has no, ugh, sorry. It has no bearing on the actual plot line of any of the shows. Or what are you doing? Um, like star city is like San Francisco. Yeah. Or a little further North. Yeah. And, and then central city has to be a little further South around San Diego or some shit or coast, LA coast city. Hmm. San Francisco apparently is just a city. Las Vegas is just a city. Yeah, New York is just a city. Los Angeles is just a city. San Diego is just a city. But they give you like what all the characters are associated with. There mm-hmm. is no Central City. Central City is like kind of looks like Kentucky. What? How the fuck does Arrow and Flash get there so Not goddamn Kentucky, quick? I would say. Uh, kind of near Missouri slash Kansas. So Flash is closer to Superman. Arkansas. It's in Arkansas. Yeah. I say, do you not know your U.S. geography by any chance? Keystone City is right next to Central City. Okay. Who's from there? Uh, Flash. And Flash 3. Uh, Flash 3. <laughs> Um, Jay Garrick, Barry Allen. Fawcett City is like Chicago. Where's Metropolis then? I haven't. Fa- Metropolis is. What do you mean you haven't found it? Metropolis what? is uh, Washington D.C. Really? 
I don't think this or, is the same map Baltimore. I saw. I don't think that's the same map I saw. I can't see your screen, and and playing DC Geography is not really that entertaining. And apparently, Gotham City is. Mm-hmm. Yep. Gotham City is supposed to be Atlantic City. And then Bloodhaven's like Camden, Philly. No, right? they got Bloodhaven as Atlantic City. Yeah, no, Bloodhaven's supposed to be like Camden. That's definitely not and the fucking got, image I saw. And they got cut here. Look, and they got Gotham City as yeah. an island off of Atlantic City. Ugh. That's not <laughs> the map I saw. The map I saw looks completely different, actually. <laughs> Who put that out? That's a bullshit map. And watch, it's going to be by DC themselves. Uh, imager. Uh, I have no idea. Imger. I'll look it up later, but that's not the map I saw. I'll send you a link to the one I saw. Um, so, yeah, we're getting a hint of Gotham City. Do you want Actually, the whole world? Just, no, I that. don't fucking care. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a shit. What, does it show space, too, so we get to see where Green Lantern's from? The fucking I don't, I don't Lantern It's kind of small. Yeah, that's ridiculously <laughs> small. Um, whatever, man. Hey, this is what happens when you bring me up. I know. I know. It, it never goes according to plan. Sorry. <laughs> you were saying? I don't remember now. Where Gotham City is. It's Atlantic City. And the fact that they mentioned it in... A Flash and Arrow. Yes. So they're, they're, they're now alluding to this crossover event. That's all I was getting at. And it's like, oh, look at that. They mentioned Gotham City for the first time, or maybe second time. I think Arrow has mentioned it one other time when he was mayor. He's saying, like, crime is not as bad as Gotham City or something like that. Or he mentions Bruce Wayne at one point. Do you think you'll ever see Batman? I don't know. I mean, they put a Superman in the Flash, so, I mean, which is nothing like Harry Cavell or anything of that nature. Yeah, I don't know. Even as, like, a, a cameo or silhouette of... Him running away or jumping away after tying somebody up and leaving him for the Flash or something like that. Honestly, I'd like to see him do a crossover with the Titans, but no shot in hell on that one. I don't think they could pay anyone enough money to come do it on that show. That show is great. That's Out of why, all the that's fucking why DC shows, they don't have the so budget great. right now to pay for that. Who, Titans? Yeah. It, I don't even care about the budget. That show's still better to me than Arrow and fucking Flash. I think it's a bigger budget. Because it's a solid hour of, I mean, you look at all the fighting in Arrow, and you know all of it's choreographed. Yeah. There's not as much fighting in Titans, I don't think. I think it's more storyline based. So is Arrow. I mean, what'd you see? One fight. And that was him and Ra's al Ghul's daughter fighting in the jail, and she gets away. Uh, I don't know. I mean, what, what other fight scene did you have? You didn't. It was all, like, dramatic Building up to that. I I don't really remember, actually. I don't don't care. It's Arrow, bro. Exactly. And it's Flash. And I watch him every week, and they go, last time on Flash. Or during the theme song, he goes, I'm inmate 4587. I fought people last week, and I got beat this week. And now it's up to my friends to save my city. And we got Flash. And I'm the fastest man alive. The only one who can stop anything from happening. Can you do both of those like Batman? Do you need to go get your? Do you need no, to go get your little mask? I don't know what you're talking about. I'm not Batman. <laughs> Do it like Batman. I am M8, four five eight seven, and now my friends need to save my city. Go Nightwing. <laughs> but I don't, All right, it's now, about now, as best as I can do. Now, now you, I need to hear the campier side of Batman <laughs> doing Flash. <laughs> and no one else can save this city, or it's fast enough. I don't fucking know. Fuck that little bitch. Flash sucks. And his daughter's the worst person in the world. Nora's terrible. Go home, bitch. <laughs> terrible. I, I I don't... Actually, the Flash intro, Bro, I skip. bitch. Yeah. Get out of the way. I, I skip over the Flash intro most of the time because I can't stand it. I think it's terrible. So I am. Barry on. The fastest man alive. Or whatever he says. I don't, oh, so you don't skip over it. That's the only line, because when you hit skip or whatever, that's like the only thing that it says. The rest of it's not there. <laughs> they just need whatever. I saved my city from saving satellites, but I wasn't alone. Oh, yeah. <laughs> now we got Purple Girl, who needs to go back to where she came from and fix the timeline. I'm telling you. It's terrible. She's gone after the crossover. I don't think so. 
I don't think so. If that's the case, Sakata's got to be done too. They really didn't do much to build up his character. Because they still got like 90 episodes to go this season. Yeah, but they showed who, who he, he is. showed who he is. Yeah, so? I mean, so what are we going to do now? He's just magically going to elude him by putting on his mask and using his dagger? <laughs> yeah. He's going to be like Johnny. During the day, he's going to work on the docks. And then at night, he's Sakata going after the Flash and other metahumans for ruining his life and making him way more awesomer than just a day labor guy. Oh, I hate my life. I got superpowers. Uh. You think Sherlock will solve it? He's the only good thing on that show. <laughs> he just made a noise like, no. Because I don't think he's going to solve it. I think I like the Dibney Sherlock. Caitlin storyline more than I like the actual storyline. Can't do Dibney. Really? I respect the guy for what he does. He does a great job playing the character. Just, I love the character. I, where That's does the comic he, relief where, of that yeah, show? Where does elongated man come from? It exists. I'm sure he does, or he wouldn't be there. But really, out of the entire you got plastic, man, out of the entire catalog of fucking characters you could have chose from and you chose elongated man it's flash bottom line it's flash it's like the flash what do you call like, these characters sub b level oh like a, a, a c level comic hero kind of like hawk and dove so here's here's what flash is say your dog otis takes a big old dump he does that. That's every the day, Flash. Twice a day. That's the Flash. Okay. The flies, the annoying flies that surround it. That's Nora. <laughs> the Colonel Peanut or Doggy Biddle that's in there. That's like Sherlock. The only good piece in in there that you can probably re-eat again, or your dog can re-eat again. I don't need dog food, and I don't need dog shit. And then I certainly hope not. And then, like you have Dibney, he's like the little droplet that comes out after the giant turd. He's just there. He's not as big and as terrible. That's just putting it terribly into a dog poop reference. Dog poop analogy. I I amazingly understood where you were going with that. Yeah? I did. Because I had no clue where I was going with it. It's okay. I just let you go. And I you kind of winded your yeah. way down the path through got, the woods, over the bridge, and now you're at Grandma's. Yeah, I, I started it strong, <clears throat> having an idea in my brain, and I lost it the second words came out of my mouth. <laughs> and I had to just go with hey, it. Hey, you rolled with it, and it worked. It's yeah. all good, bro. But. But what? Since we're on the CW. And you said we weren't going to leave. And or you said we were going to leave. I said, I we said we're going to leave Splash and Arrow. No, you said we were going to leave the CW. Because, yes, it's another show about CW. Have you read your Doctor Strange books yet? No. So we can't talk about that? No. All right. So we're going to... Have you read my Doctor Strange books yet? No. So how are you going to talk about it anyway? I know about Doctor Strange. You don't know enough. I don't. <laughs> um, but, you still... but I do know about Riverdale. Oh, do you? I do. And we're going to keep this to season one and season two, so don't worry about season three spoilers. Because... Didn't watch it yet. This is the show. Yes. That I have now said I watch on this podcast. And that embarrasses me a little bit. You're a little red. Yeah. Why are you blushing? This is the show. Guilty that, pleasure? Yes. This is the You sh- admit to watching Sabrina, though. It's all the same Yo, world. that show is dope. It's like two towns away. Yeah. They play football against each other. Yeah. Yeah. In the same universe. And in the comic, Betty and Veronica show up in the Sabrina comic. Uh, in the TV show... The pizza guy. The mother's supposed to show up. What show? What show? The, um, in Riverdale or in Sabrina? Riverdale. Uh-huh. Betty's uh, mom? No. Not Betty's mom. Um, Molly Ringwald? Archie's mom? No, not Molly <laughs> Hermione Lodge? Veronica's mom? No. Jesus Christ. Thornhill Lady? Uh, you don't know her name, though. Uh, mama Cheryl. Cheryl Mama. <laughs> <laughs> Cheryl's mother? Yeah, Cheryl's Mama. Uh, yes, Mrs. Blossom apparently. That's makes... what I said. Cheryl Blossom's mom. Mrs. Blossom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you said that. Uh, uh, you, you'll edit that out. Whatever. Uh, she's supposed to show up in Sabrina. Maybe she did, and I missed it. Like, they're definitely taking it, because I covered a Comic-Con a couple weeks ago, and she was the panelist. 
And she's like, yeah, I'll be over there in uh, really? Sabrina Land. Yeah. Because I went to the Netflix Chills event. We've talked about that. Um, actually, very little. I'm pretty sure it's a very minor role. Yeah, I'm sure it's just a walk-on. But during the Netflix panel, they asked if there was going to be a crossover between Sabrina and Riverdale. And there was a long pause followed by, well, not in the near future. We want to make Sabrina its own thing. But it it took the director man a little bit to come up to with an answer. Yeah. Words. <laughs> yeah. So I immediately looked over. And I'm like, there's going to be a crossover. It's just a matter of time. And then when they showed the first episode, the WB logo shows up. I'm like, wasn't the CW like WB before CW? I don't know. There's something there. There's, there's no, going to be WB owns CW. That's what I was getting at. Um, so yes, there, I, I believe within maybe not next season of Sabrina or next season of Riverdale, but I think there will be a football game between Greendale and Riverdale and we'll get a crossover. So that's the easiest way to do it since Archie plays football or maybe Josie and the Pussycats have a gig over in Greendale, but, or maybe the Southside Serpents. No. Oh wait, they can't call. Uh, can't talk about that. That's this season. What are you talking about? I didn't see the season yet. Right, exactly. Yeah. That's why I stopped myself. <laughs> I, I stopped things. Well, you know what happened at the end of last season. What happened at the end of last season? Um, the worm went to Mister Lodge, right? The worm. Archie goes to jail because Mister Lodge is a douchebag. Mister Lodge set him up. Yeah. Well, right. that was kind of. Easily. Do you know who Mr. Lodge is? No, he's Mr. Lodge, Veronica's dad. No, do you know who he is in real life? Um, I know him as Mr. Lodge, Veronica's dad. Has he done anything else? I don't know. I don't know if he really needs to do anything else, considering his wife is Kelly Ripa. Who's she? You don't know who Kelly Ripa is? Isn't she like on the Today Show or something? Or the Morning she, Show? Uh, she used to be Regis and Kelly. Yeah, 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 that girl. But now yeah. she's like Regis and Michael, or Michael no, and Kelly, Kelly, Kelly and, and Michael. Michael or... I think Strahan does it. Yeah, now or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't. Yeah, her watch husband, Mark Casti, Cas, whatever. Casulonos. He does a damn good job Casuelos. as Mister Lodge. Yeah, oh, he. I knew the guy acted. I never saw anything he acted, in. and then he came on this show. And I was like, "Damn, son, you play a badass, <laughs> like straight up mobster." Yeah, he does a damn good job. Um. But again, this show is definitely to me like I don't go into work going, hey, everybody, you watch Riverdale. It's a good show. Like, no, that does not happen. That doesn't come out. No. no. So not even by the water. Cooler I'm hoping you're that your little nope, TP cup. D- no, I don't admit to watching Riverdale until now. But I will tweet this everywhere. You do it up. I already made a public, but I hope there's a lot more people like me because I want this show to keep going. I'm. I th- well, it's kind of hard to say for CW and how they base their Nielsen ratings and all that. I mean, the first season got a one six nine share. I don't know what that means. Very small. I mean, uh, shows like The Walking Dead, on average, uh, a season over season, are like eleven to fifteen, which is stupid numbers. Okay. Um, but what CW's average any given day? This well, season two did uh, better. Two point one. <clears throat> That's better. Yeah, I mean. You haven't Does seen the season yet, but yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, season one was a one five this year, one two eight, a one four, one three seven, one two five. I mean, they're consistent numbers. They definitely have a very consistent user base mm-hmm. or a viewership. I mean, and that'll keep the show around. That's but again, it's a CW, and they're competing. Their demographic is like not me. No, not me either. <laughs> but the demographic is literally, I would say, like eighteen to twenty-four, eighteen to thirty-five, maybe eighteen to twenty-five. They're not trying to do like teenagers, like thirteen to eighteen. Well, or think something. about it. I mean, I don't it, think about it because. Do you consider Flasher Arrow teenagey? Yeah, like well, it would appeal to the of, geeky, nerdy teenage kids. I feel like Flash, like high schoolers, college kids. No, I feel like Flash appeals to to eight to twelve year olds at this point. I would say that's more Supergirl than anything. Well, I don't watch that show because that show is very on the up and up, and not. I mean, even when it's dark, it's not that dark. Well, I look at Flash, and that's the way I feel about it. Like it's like you want Barry, you want to be Barry Allen when you grow up. That's the way I feel he's portraying Barry Allen. Like, like he is Archie of the fifties. Like. Oh shucks, Paul! <laughs> like, 
Like, oh, it's so vomit worthy. I just there's certain characters in that show. I, I the longer it goes, the more disdain I have for them. Yeah, but we're I, not talking about that. That's besides the point. That's off track. So, yes, I I especially I liked Riverdale season one. I fell off the wagon and and watched the first two or three episodes the of season end of two. Season one was fucking amazing. What with the the gunshot? It just. The whole turning on its head that the father killed the son or had a hand oh, in yeah, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the whole Cheryl All of a sudden, family, it the wasn't. Family, yeah. They weren't a maple family. <laughs> they were literally the drug trafficking kingpins of Riverdale. Yeah. And so you, you got that where, where, where you found that. And then you get Fred. Uh, is his name Fred Andrews? Yeah. He, the, and Fourth Scythe Peters or something. F.P. Jones. F.P. Jones. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, so Fred Andrews gets shot in the very end of season one. Yes. That's the last scene. Boom, he gets shot. In pause. Pops. Pops, yes. So then season two, we get Archie. His dad comes out of a coma or whatever in, like, the first one or two episodes. But then Archie has to has to be the strong guy. And he's like, I'm not going to let anybody hurt my dad. And he picks up a baseball bat and sits in his room uh, or in the hallway. In the kitchen. Whatever. Waiting for somebody to come back and finish off his pops. Which is the man in crazy. the black hood. Yeah. Yeah. And it, this goes on for like three episodes. And I got sick of it. I got sick of it. I'm like, I'm done. I'm out. I'm done watching this kid pretend like he's going to kill somebody with a baseball bat when as soon as somebody enters that door, they're going to shoot him in the fucking head. <laughs> you obviously know that the guy has a gun. He shot your dad. But you're going to beat him with a baseball bat before he's able to shoot that gun at you. You're sitting too far from the door, my man. <laughs> Just terrible. And why are you sitting by the back door when you could be <laughs> sitting by the stairs? And when the door opened, you'd Clock have the, the element of surprise. <laughs> so that was my <clears throat> problem with season one, season two. Once I got through that, it actually got really good. Told you. You were right. It actually got really good. Again, kind of embarrassed to admit this. <laughs> it's. I enjoy the way they shoot it. See, I, you know what I like about it? I like the mystery part about it. Season one, the mystery is who killed uh, the Blossom kid, J.J. Right. Blossom. Second one is who shot. Well, who's the black? Who's the black? Who the black hood is, and then it turns on its head because you find out about that like midway through, sort of. Right, you, you find out they captured the black hood. Move along now, kids. And surprise, the black hood isn't who they said it was. No, which is great. So you got that whole mystery in season two. What's the mystery in season three? There, there's got to be another mystery. Is it how does how do they pin everything to get Archie out of jail? Because at the end of season two, he goes to jail. I can't tell you. He goes to jail at the end of season two. Right. He he gets framed. Right. He doesn't really go to jail in season three because his trial is the first couple episodes. Oh, whatever. But he, he gets arrested at the end of season yes. two then. Uh, and you know Hermione, Hermione, Hermione Lodge's husband, <laughs> whatever his fucking name is, Mr. Lodge, has something to do with it because he watches the whole thing go down. He shows up at a high school to watch Archie get arrested. That's insane to me. Like, who just lets some grown-ass man walk into a school? Hiram Lodge. Hiram Lodge. Dude, Hermione, Hiram, sounds close. So, I think that's why I started watching again when I, I finally started getting into season two and, and fi- trying to figure out who this Black Hood was. Realizing that the first episode, the first season had a mystery. Now, the second season had a mystery. This is like brand new Scooby-Doo to me. This is like uh, Scooby-Doo, And it man. takes 22 episodes to get through the mystery. It's yeah. kind of like How to Get Away with Murder. Except better, because How to Get Away with Murder just goes off the rails on... On the shit they pull off. It's like, this is borderline terrible. I have have not watched that since, like, halfway through season three. Whichever season they faked Wes's death is when I stopped watching. I didn't even know they faked Wes's death. Well, then... That tells you when I was like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Yeah. It's it's too unbelievable. No, it's just so much of the same shit. It's just really unbelievable, man. It's the same shit each week. It's kind of the same reason I gave up on... um, Breaking Bad. It was the same shit. Uh, I watched all that. It, some some seasons. Midway were through season three, I was like, I'm done. Right. I'm good. But that's what I think I like about it. I like the mystery aspect of it. 
And that's what keeps me watching, like a whodunit thing. Um, and as long as I'm watching it for that, it's cool. So the second that element of this show goes away, I'm probably out. But until then, I'm all in. So I'm curious to see what season three has in store. And I got to get on that shit because I think the CW app already got uh, rid of episode one. So I got to figure out a way to watch that. The interwebs. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure sh- it's on YouTube. Oh, yeah, never in bits that. and pieces. That's fine. I can watch in 10 parts or whatever it is. They <laughs> exactly. 10-minute clips each part. <laughs> exactly. Three-minute clip here, yeah. four-minute clip here. I'll just set it to autoplay the next one. It'll be good. It's exactly. like commercial break. P-break. Bio-break. But any any other things about Riverdale that you like? I like the way they shoot it. I like the way they've made it very period-oriented. Like, all the muscle cars are like muscle cars of my youth like you know fastbacks and all of that nothing is like super modern like they have cell phones though if they have cell phones but it's still like postmodern ish the way they've kind of you know i got you got pops which is like the 50s diner you got the muscle head cars you got the muscle cars they still got like the 80s 70s and 80s like real leatherman jackets that are the serpent know. jacket is pretty cool. I do serpent like jacket's it. badass. I mean, as an adult in my 30s, I don't think I'd go out and purchase one from Hot Topic, but it's a pretty badass jacket. Would you go and purchase Jughead's hat? I thought about it. I've looked at it. <laughs> yeah. That's how bad it is. Yeah, I've looked at it. I'll admit that. I've looked at it because I think it's a badass hat. For someone who wears a lot of beanie hats. You do, yeah. That'd be a nice one to add to the collection. I, I have myself looked at it but i don't wear hats and i have more baseball caps than i don't know what to do with and since i grew and up you don't wear a nitty well i used to wear a lot more hats before i grew my hair long so that was back in like eighth grade right <laughs> um what else do i like about the show i like all of the i think all the characters are, are very well rounded uh, what they did with betty last year turning her into a badass like this this be- beautiful supreme like country bumpkin the the Got the perfect girl, girl next door. The perfect girl next door, and then all of a sudden they totally took her, twisted her, and warped her, and it was just like boom. See, I like speaking of that. Like, I like Cheryl Con- always knew like she was going to go off her rocker. She's my favorite character, shirt. by the way. But she's uh, always been the badass. Yes, but that's not why I like her. I don't know what it is about her and the way that her character is written. Like it's not so much a badass, but like she's. Friends with Archie and, and, and Veronica and whatever, but she comes first to herself. Always. Like, Even in her own family. Look at the yeah. way she look at what she did to her mother. Yeah. yeah. But then the second later, she's inviting Veronica and Betty over for a sleepover after she just fucked them over on something. I, I can't I don't have an example off the top of my head, but you see it. It, it happens. It's it, they, they try a very they, they try very hard to mitigate the teen angst aspect of it. Well, I like her the best. She's my favorite character. What do you think of uh, Veronica? I like what they're doing with her character. She does not get along with her dad. She gets along with her dad. She doesn't get along with her dad. That's going to blow up. I have a feeling that's season three right there, especially with Archie getting arrested. And it's going to. Well, she's be... a, she, you know, she's already going to go head to head with him because and that's she what always I goes head to head with him. But I that's mean, what I want to see. I want to see. You're Veronica. not going to control me. You're the criminal here, and don't think I don't know you're the criminal. I want to see her finally get the better of her dad, like outsmart her pops. That's what I'm waiting for. I would not be surprised if that happens at some point in season, season three. three. Yeah. I think that's how Archie's going to get out of jail by she outsmarting her pop- father. I don't. I know. think he's I in jail she, for most of the season. I, I think she is. She's really going to have to turn the table on something big to prove that. Well, he's in bed with the ghoulies, man. Well, yep. So I think that's going to play a giant part, and they're the big jingle jangle guys. We learned that in season two. Jingle jangle. Oh, yeah, it's the dumbest name for drugs I've ever heard. Mm-hmm. That's another, like, 50s type yeah. or 60s reference, like a, a kitschy, catchy name for the well, drug. Look at the, the ringtone when the Black Hood calls Betty. It's a 50s song. Yeah. The, the references So as going. much as they have, like, modern technology and all that, it's still, like, yeah. very almost noir-esque the way they shoot it. Like a film noir, like the the, the lighting part, of it, part and, of the I like it too, and how dingy everything is, and like the old high school looks like a really old high school with the old desks and the whole nine yards. It's not like it doesn't seem like super modern and clean and bright and lots of windows. It looks like an old motherfucking school. What about 
the worst character. You gotta think about this one, huh? Yeah, I do. Really? Because it's not that difficult for me. Well, you don't like Archie. Yep. <laughs> the main character yeah. of the whole show. Uh, I don't. I don't have a problem with any of the the lead characters. If I would have to say, like my least favorite, Veronica's starting to wear on me. Really? Well, I'm in the season three, so I'm not spoiling anything <laughs> for you because you haven't watched it. But just the, I think I've watched four episodes or three episodes. I don't. That's about how far I think last into it. two. I have not seen the last two. One mm. I know is a musical based on Breakfast Club, or apparently looks like it's made based on Breakfast Club, and whatever happened after that. No gotcha. idea. But she's starting to wear on me. I really don't care for any of like the sub-characters. Like, um, I can't think of... Like Kevin? Yeah, Kevin. Um, well, the one chick who tried to kill herself... Tried to kill herself. Oh, uh, you haven't Ethel? seen that yet? Yes. Ethel. I can see her trying to kill herself. She loses at everything. She loses the the, the presidency thing in two. She, uh, she gets passed over at some point. Josie earlier. doesn't really bother me. I don't really consider her a sub-character. Uh, the whole 90210 aspect of, you know, uh, Luke Perry and Skeet Ulrich, even Skeet though he Ulrich. wasn't in 90210, but yeah. Skeet Ulrich was in what? Uh, he was Power in Scream. Place? I don't know. He was in Scream. That's what I know him from. He uh, was the original uh, killer in sure. Scream 1. Well, he was in 90210. He really might have been. I didn't watch that shit. Oh, shit, dude. It tells you how old I am. Luke Perry, Jason Priestley, uh, the blonde girl. Uh, the girl from Charmed, uh, you get the Shannon Doherty. That's her name. You can see I don't even know their names. Wow. What? I am way wrong on that. I told you he's from, he's from Scream. That's all I know. Well, him the from. first thing he did on TV was a School Break special on CBS. What the fuck? I don't know what the fuck that is. Vinny DeFazio. Wait, what? He played Vinny DeFazio in the CBS School Break special. That sounds. Wait, DeFazio was the last name of Laverne from Laverne and Shirley, or Shirley from Laverne and Shirley? No, Laverne. Laverne DeFazio. I don't know, Did, man. Was, is that supposed to be like Laverne's kid or something? I don't know. It's fine. I'll click on it. Oh, Seriously. Vinny DeFazio. I don't know how the hell we got all the way down <laughs> because this Because we're still on Riverdale. Hole. We're talking about Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, but somehow we're now uh, wiki-holing wiki down some <laughs> kind of rabbit fucking hole, rabbit yeah. hole. And we're on some kind of CBS special that I've never heard of. That I'm pretty sure has something to do with Laverne and Shirley. And wow, this, CBS special's been on for a long fucking time. <laughs> what else was he in? Screw this damn shit. Uh, Jericho, you ever see the show Jericho? No. You never saw the show? No, nope, oh, never heard of it. Show. Um, Scream. Robot Chicken for Okay, Robot Chicken's seven animated. Years. It's animated. Seven years. It's animated, from, so it's his voice. Uh, Law and Order LA. <laughs> the worst Law and Order ever, probably. Unforgettable. Yeah, he's very forgettable. Uh, Movies-wise? Yeah, Scream. Nothing. Scream. He was in Scream. I'm going to say it until you Billy acknowledge Loomis. it. Yes, in Scream. 1996. In Scream. Say what it is. Um, Say it. Um, Say the name of the movie. Uh, touch. Oh, wait, no, that was 1997. Scream. That's it. I knew I knew him from Scream. Uh, right. None of these movies. Uh, I could have swore he was in. I think who? you're thinking of Jason Priestley, dude. Does he kind of look like him? No. Maybe in Ren's world he does. Maybe. My world is very special. <laughs> Very, very <laughs> special. Yeah, I don't know anything else he's been in other than Scream. That is crazy to me. I could have swore he was in something else. So you've watched season three of Riverdale. No spoilers, but is it worth a watch? Is it as good as season one and two so far in your opinion? I watched the first four episodes and haven't gone back. I'm two weeks behind. But are you two so, weeks behind because you, you watch a whole bunch of other shit? Or? I do watch a bunch of other shit, yeah. but I'm very rhythmic about how I watch my shit. It's like... One day, it's all the CBS shit I watch, and whatever time's left, I'll start the CW stuff, and then I'll finish the CW, then I'll go to Hulu. It just has not been on my radar. Okay. I've watched everything else around it, I just, just haven't watched it. And I'm, in complete honesty, I did this with season one and season two. Okay. So, like, it's one of those things that I'll bulk up for three, four episodes, 
knock See, them all out. That's how time. I was doing Flash and Arrow for a while because I was just getting sick of them. You know, there's very, like, the shows that I watch religiously uh, week over week, like Supernatural, it's a great show. Mm-hmm. I've been watching the show. I started watching it, like, five, six years ago. I, everything was on Netflix, and I immediately picked it up when the next season came out, and it was, it's just a really cool, entertaining show if you're into, like, the Supernatural show. It's pretty wild. And it's a lot of it is how they twist and turn the storyline. It's not a formulaic show. It's like, like Riverdale. One twenty-two episode long mystery, or what is it? Supernatural's like that? Yeah, really, it's a mystery though. Yeah, you have a maybe and maybe one episode out of every three gets super formulaic, where they're like, "Oh, this evil person, something happened here. We need to go save these people." And at the end of it, they're like, "You know, you did a really good job today." Oh yeah. You have those episodes, but. What happens all the way around them getting to that point A to B mm-hmm. always builds into the larger picture. It's not like good guy mm-hmm. gets bad guy, bad guy does this, good guy catches bad guy, and three and a half minutes for the right before the last cre- scene credits, you get the backstory of the show. No, it's all intertwined throughout the whole show. Charmed used to be very formulaic. The old Charmed. I don't know about the new one. Um, yes. The old Charmed. Same thing. I, really, I couldn't. Same thing. That's why I stopped watching Charmed. I'm like, I'll watch it at. And yes, I did check it out because I used to watch the old Charmed. Yeah, I, all I, the time. I watched the old Charmed until somebody brought it to my attention that watch this at blah 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 like 39 past the hour. They'll figure out how to defeat the bad guy. Then at 42 past the hour, they'll fuck it up. And then at 55, they'll get it right and banish it. They'll have the huggy moment and then credits roll. And I'm like, holy fuck, dude. That's every episode. God damn it. And that's when I stopped watching it because I'm like, I don't need to see the whole beginning where they're trying to figure shit out. CW has had a lot of success on keeping shows alive for an extended period of time. I think the CW does these twists because there are some unexpected twists. Like I didn't see Betty's father being the Black Hood. Yeah. But I kind of figured that. It, Towards I guess the end, that, though. I guess that, like, maybe episode 9, episode 10. Really? Yeah, it just kind of made sense. I don't know when I guessed it, but I... Maybe it was, like, mid-break, right around Christmas time, where they dropped that last one. Maybe. And I, I was like, hmm. He's been missing for a while, because mm, you don't see him in the mm, show. You know. Um, so, yeah, I was like, eh, I don't know. I don't know when I figured it out, but I did figure it out, because wh- my thing was... Why are they focusing on Betty so damn much? Like, why is she the one getting called? You know, uh, Jughead is just as much of an investigator, writer, and everything as she is. Well, why was Betty all, chosen? Now it all now, makes then, sense. Yeah, but that's what led me to figure it out because she was working with Jughead the whole time, but she's the only one getting getting calls. So I don't know what clicked in my brain. Like, oh, shit, where the fuck's her dad been? Wow. And I'm curious to see what happens with her shit now that her daddy's behind bars in oh, season three too. Wait until you see what happens to her. Like the first three episodes. <laughs> oh, all I can say is her sister's back. Oh, I can't stand her. She's another one on the show I can't stand. As I said, you know, the secondary yeah. character. And I really don't care for who the mother. Betty's mom. Betty's mom played in other shit too from when I was a kid. And I can't remember the show I'm thinking of, but it doesn't matter. It doesn't fucking matter. But Alice Cooper. Oh, shit. Feed my Frankenstein. School out for summer. That Alice Cooper? Matching Amick. And you look at her photo. Out forever. You look at her. That Alice Cooper? Yeah, but you look at her photo on Wikipedia, bro. That's not the Alice Cooper I'm talking about. She is gorgeous. Is she? I guess so. And then you see her on... I just don't care for the character. I, I don't think they're doing her justice for her beauty. Yeah, I don't know what she was in. She doesn't and look like she was in anything. what they're doing watched. with this character? Oh, that's what she was in. Twin Peaks. That show was dope. That shit was fucking <laughs> crazy. She was, in, she was Shelly in Twin Peaks. Yeah. I knew I knew her from something. And, you know, that show took me a long time to watch. I didn't watch that till it was on Netflix. Uh, or I had something. friends that literally you'd go to their place and they would just, it's all they watched over and 
it was good up to a point. It was really good when it was about the death of, of the girl in the beginning. When it turned into that sci-fi weirdo black and white cabin shit, I kind of fell off. But I ended up having to finish it. She was in ER, too. Yeah, and who cares? I didn't watch that shit. Any of those medical shows is garbage except House. And only the first two seasons of House were good. Uh, I, I can agree to that. And Scrubs. Scrubs was just funny. Scrubs was, Scrubs was one of the very first shows to be single camera shot. Hmm. Didn't know that. Most every other like production at the time was everything was fixed in a studio and angle this and angle that and three camera, four camera shoots. shoots. Yeah. This was like literally a single camera shoot and it was probably great for that reason. Well, final thoughts since we're getting off the rails again. Which is of East End. I don't know what the fuck that is either. She was Wendy Beauchamp. That Beauchamp, 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 Beauchamp. Bobachomp, I don't know who she is, man. What'd you just say? Chubby bump? <laughs> <laughs> That's old. Uh, final thoughts? I think Riverdale's good. Uh, I really hope they kind of try and expand the universe a mm. little bit. I think they need to keep the dark vibe in order to keep keep the people watching. I agree, and I think they need to keep turmoil... They'll always be through. I mean, that show is uh, but pretty I mean, much based on turmoil. They, that's exactly, which is if they start going off the rails and it's now more of the teens going against each other versus teens versus parents or teens versus adults, I think it's going to be a problem, too. Like, you have the, the I'm going to use the serpents. You know, he joined the serpents. It, it's now finally Jughead and his dad are getting along or whatever. But it's mainly now them against somebody else. It's not like Jughead versus Archie and Veronica versus this one. Oh, just wait. Oh, God. I don't know about this then, man. You're going to have all the angst in the world, and you're going to have some, um, yeah, some interesting hookups that you're going to come along. (sighs) That was one of the other things I liked. I liked the fact that they just kept... Be- uh, Veronica with Archie and Betty with Jughead. While there was that little moment when they broke up between the, the four of them, and then it went away. Notice, notice how all the breakups happened at the same, same time. time. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, good, get it out of your system now because that's all I can deal with. See, that I would have been more of a fan if they had each fucked each other and then went back and they had to deal with that whole. Well, you fucked my boyfriend. That well, you fucked my boyfriend. That sounds like something that should be on like Pornhub or X videos or something. Hey, man, I would have given them all the credit in the world if they could have pulled that off in a teenage angst kind of way. They would never be friends again. Oh no, short memories, man. Short <laughs> memories. Something would happen, and one of them would rush to the other's rescue. And oh my god, I'm so sorry I fucked Archie. <laughs> but I mean, that's the crazy thing. It's like after the kiss, it's like, it's all right. We were broken up for like 20 minutes, but it's cool. <laughs> but I cool, did I have this kiss. She has soft lips. <laughs> the only two who have a kiss now are fucking Archie and uh, Jughead. Oh, give it time, man. Look at where we're going with TV. Yeah, I mean, Kevin obviously is made out with moose and stuff, so it doesn't bother me, but let's not go that far. Let's. And I'm only saying that because then it's just too much. I don't think it's just too much. I don't think they would ever. I mean, they, they've done a very good job of taking all of the uh, right descriptor word here. Um, Sexual tension. Not just uh, everything about like you know. There's a gay individual in the show. There's, diversity. Thank you. You're that's welcome. A, the way they've handled diversity in the show has been amazing. I agree, I, and that's one of the things I think I really like about it too. I mean, everything about the show, you can take the story. The story is the story. Everything else about the show is, I give it an A plus for. Just strictly because you can tell they put a lot of thought and attention to detail. And everything else that is necessary to produce a well-done, well-visually appealing show. The story is going to always be the story. You're either going to like the story or you're not going to like the story. Either they're going to hit or they're going to miss. Hopefully they can build off this season and maybe we get a season four. I hope so. And that's your final thoughts from Ren from the 8-Bit Bro Show at www.8bitbros.us. Got that right this time? Very good. And on Facebook where? 
uh, 8-Bit Bros. Just uh, search for us. Twitter. Uh, 8-BTBRS. Instagram, if you have one. I don't know. I don't use uh, it. 8-BTBRS. All right. Any yeah. place else? Uh, me, Renderman. R-E-N-D-E-R-M-A-N-N. And where's that? Twitter. Okay, you don't use any other ones, right? No. All right. Good call. And as always, you can find Nerdcaster at www.nerdcaster.com, on Facebook at Nerdcaster, on Instagram at Nerdcaster, and on Twitter at Nerd underscore Caster. Uh, subscribe to the 8-Bit Bros and Nerdcaster on iTunes, Google Play, if they change the name or whatever to it is now, Google Podcasts or whatever. I don't fucking care. Um, I don't know. I'm on Stitcher. Are you? Uh, sure. Okay. And Spotify. Shh, no. <laughs> we are not there. And any of your other favorite podcast directories, I guess. I... We're all in all of them. Yeah, all over the Minus place. Minus the ones that make you jump through hoops to get into them. That being said, Nerdcaster out. Where the fuck's the stop button?